podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite Wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Welcome back to the Bosco's Boys podcast. Um, the boys are back, or at least one of the boys is back for this episode. It is Grant KSU with a guest on today's show. Um, before we get into it, though, let's talk about mybookie.ag. If you guys head over there right now and use promo code capital CHAIR, that's C-H-A-I-R in all caps, um, MyBookie will match your deposit up to $1,000, 100%. That means that if you put down 500 bucks, then they will give you 500 bucks, giving you $1,000 total to bet with. Uh, you can bet on pretty much anything, Democratic debates, sports, uh, The Bachelor. I don't know. I don't know if it's The Bachelorette right now. Not sure. So that's what I need Scott for. But um, this episode's a good one. It's um, actually part three of the Patreon episode, but it went so long that we figured let's use it for a regular episode because, heck, it's an hour long. So um, we have Mr. A.B. from the Ain't No Seats podcast um, on with us to talk K-State, KU, in basically a free-flowing conversation. Uh, we hit a slew of topics, and um, it was enjoyable. Uh, full disclosure, we did record on Friday evening at a bar at about 5.15, so it's a little loud in the background, so I kind of feel like you know, we're, we're yelling a little bit, but the audio is fine. You can hear us just fine. There's a little bit of background noise, but nothing unmanageable. With that said, please enjoy the show. All right, it's part three of the Patreon episode. Thank you so far to Jimmy and Grant Flanders. Check those guys out at KSO. I'm being joined now by Mr. A.B. of the Ain't No Seats podcast, which is kind of our sister podcast, I suppose, uh, under the Armchair Network. It's a KU podcast, probably the biggest KU podcast that I know about. Welcome to the show, A.B. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no worries, my man. Um... So let's just jump right into it, and I got to start with something that I thought was really funny. Um, Somebody, somebody, back before I met you in person, Uh I thought you were, I fucking hated you. I was like, God, I mean, Twitter is cancer for for everybody's brains. It's poisoning my brain. I'm addicted to it in a bad way. Mm -hmm. I hate it. I want to get off of it, but I, I mean... Every interaction with you I've had and anyone connected to you under your umbrella was just, like, nothing but, like, you know, toxic. Right. Back and forth, which I wouldn't have it any other way. (laughs) But, you know, we met uh, before the football game this past season in Lawrence. Obviously, you know, we were in each other's DMs, so it wasn't actually... Right, yeah, once... We were actual enemies. you said right then, like, once you're in the DM, you're good. Once you're in the DMs, like... You know, cracking jokes back to each other, like right. just laughing at who's who's in your responses. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Basically, anything you say better, doesn't yeah. matter anymore. You're you're on good terms. Mm-hmm. But yeah, before that, I was like, "Fuck this guy." Oh, and I give you good reason for that too. I was a loud mouth for weeks for no reason whatsoever. But I mean, yeah, everything you tweet about is just shitting on K State, which <laughs> I appreciate. I mean, I kind of do the same. 
it's all about the it's all about baiting people. Right. And once one takes off, you get addicted to it. And I know, I know you're the same way. And it's it just like sucks. it's just and it's hard for people not to bite. I've been on the other side, but uh, it's fun. It can be a lot of fun. It could suck sometimes, um, but it's. But anyways, it's, before that, before I met you um, in person, <laughs> I was sent a picture just randomly in my mm-hmm. DMs of what it was of a picture of you as yeah. a young boy. Um, you know, in purple cat gear with purple purple face paint. I uh, believe. It was, yeah, it was all out. Yeah. Head to toe. You know, what's what's going on here? What's the story behind this? Um, so, sh- sure enough, I was a KU fan like before that and after that, obviously. But this happened when I was in fifth grade. So, fall of 05, spring of 06. And, uh, you know, you always have that one crush on a teacher growing up. So, you know, fifth grade, I have a little crush on a teacher. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she's a recent K-State grad, starts trying to convince the whole class, root for K-State, root for K-State. So I finally bit around Halloween, and that was like a Halloween costume or whatever. So um, a few <laughs> months there, I was like, okay, I'll do this. This is fun. And then do you remember Stephen Berry's? That, like, it was in the Great Mall in Olathe. It was, like, this collegiate shop. They had, like, every school except KU. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, if I can't get KU stuff here, then I got to wear something. So <laughs> for a couple months, I did the K-State thing. And then – Sure enough, in January of that year, K-State goes into Allen Fieldhouse and wins. And oh, I'm like, shit. My dad looked at me and he's like, aren't you happy? Like, this is what you wanted. I was like, no, I, I, <laughs> I'm not happy with this result. So I knew deep down I couldn't keep doing this. And so I, you were <laughs> went, went right on back to K-State. So you but. kept like a George Costanza yeah. sustained lie yeah, to impress so. your teacher. Yeah, I guess so. That's but way better than I, what I was expecting. Yeah, I mean, and I remember like 02 and 03, like crying over Final Four and Championship losses for KU. and So like before that it was all KU after that obviously the same so that's surprising I thought uh, I was expecting something were you expecting I I thought you were like a fan and then made the switch as a kid no 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 which is understandable as a kid I guess right no that's hilarious I had a similar Mm -hmm. type of experience where I pretended to really like Florida State okay uh, in middle school to an attempt to woo a certain girl but um yeah, looking back on that, it I, all falls short, yeah. I feel bad about it. Right. I'm, I'm embarrassed. It makes me <laughs> makes me physically feel bad. Right. It happens. We all get so trapped what, sometimes. I guess we'll pivot a little bit. When did you – I mean, so you were basically born into KU. Yeah, Essentially, yeah, you got a family of KU. Uh, for the most part, my dad roots for KU, but he's not, like, die hard. My mom doesn't really care. Um, but it's just kind of what I watched. What I, yeah. I went to Allen Field Austin. I was young. Fell in love with it there. Um, and just kind of followed it all throughout. Sports yeah, were always yeah. kind of me and KU. I mean, I'm, a lot of it, I'm sure, was that they were good. So when you're younger, you want to see your team win. You see it nowadays. They're all the 10 through 12 year olds are Warriors fans wearing Steph Curry jerseys yeah. and stuff. And it's just, just how you are. But it kind of bunch stuck. of wankers, right? So, but you grow up 30 minutes away from something like that, and once yeah. you're growing up, you kind of get hooked. So, I hear you. Yep. So, <clears throat> we live in this kind of like weird bubble. Mm-hmm. At least you and I. Yeah. This podcast bubble, this uh, particularly Twitter, and there's a narrative that uh, we see often about how KU and K State aren't really rivals. Where do you stand on that? Like, what is your perspective on that whole yeah, thing? Yeah, um, I used to be in that camp, yeah. uh, but closer to like right after Mizzou left, and it was like all new and felt forced. But I mean, there's so much that's happened in the past. Yeah four or five years that it's kind of hard and all off the court really uh, or field whatever yeah. sport we're playing but 
how could it not be looked at like you don't get extra juice when you're playing K-State like that's just it's fun so I think it's more based off of like the locality of it and you know people that goes to that school and it's like because yeah. I mean on like basketball we've won a million in a row it feels like in football yeah. it's just the opposite so it's nothing like Duke or North Carolina where it's yeah. split right down the middle every time but it it just feels like all the trash talk because everyone has a friend that goes to the opposite school and I think social media is a big part of it because you get those reactions right away instead of letting them sit for you yeah. know, 12 hours before you get back to school or work the next day. Um, so I, I would say it's a rivalry, but I, I don't think we hate K-State as much as K-State hates KU, but it's never going to be that way, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I could see that having some truth, but, you know, at the same time, it's like, I don't know, I mean... I don't think there's really any logic to this narrative at all. Right. I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like KU is a bigger school mm-hmm. and, I mean, is a blue blood, no doubt about it, in basketball. But I just feel like it's like there's a superior, like KU right. people just in general have like a superiority complex over K-State people, which is very right. funny to me because it's just like, in the end, like we're all just fucking dumb people. Yeah, we're idiots that, like, that scream about nothing that involves us. That is literally it. But right. which is very, it's it's hilarious because, I mean, most people, most like KU people I know, it's like, bitch, you didn't even go to KU. <laughs> like, you're an idiot. The you don't even have a job. You're like thirty years old. Fan, yeah. Like, I don't know where you get this superiority complex, but, I mean, I understand. Like, even I've recently in the last five years or so felt a similar way to like I would never say that we're not rivals but it's like us and Iowa State have like heated up so much right. in the last five years that it's like there were times where I was questioning like I think I might not I think I might think Iowa State's a bigger rival than KU but yeah. this past year reminded me that, that it's you like still hate us there's down. absolutely no team that I dislike more than KU. And I think that's the problem, though. Is Which like, I love. It's like, never going to be reciprocated. I'm because glad. Right. Yeah. And I think, like, from my point of view towards K-State, and maybe it's just because I have Why family you, that goes to K-State, but it's I hate Mizzou yeah. so much more than I will ever even think about hating K-State. Like, there's real, like, real hate. Like, I think back to those games and, like, I mean, it's like history involved with it, too, and it's one of the oldest rivalries ever. There's just so much to that Mizzou rivalry. So, like, sure, I I mean, it's a friendly rivalry with K-State. It's fun to argue. Yeah, yeah. It's fun to, you know, piss people off every once in a while. But it's never going to be that for me. So, like, I don't want that to sound like a shot or anything. But it's I've always looked at it like Michigan and Ohio State, massive rivals. Michigan State and Michigan can be rivals, but it's not going to be the same for Michigan as Michigan State. It's just, yeah. just how it is. Yeah. But I think it can be both, but some people don't like to – they think that less of a rival means not a rival, KU fan-wise. And yeah. KU fans will just say that, yeah. oh, we think this is just like any other game. when it's, it's just not. They're wrong. So, I feel like, I mean, at least in our lifetime, it's naturally become that way because we haven't been able to nec- like line up good programs right. together that right. can actually butt heads. I mean, my entire childhood – Poverty in basketball, great in football, mm-hmm. exact opposite for KU. And now it's basically that again. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've had a decent, like, I mean, a good sustained run uh, since about 2006 in basketball where we've obviously right, you make tournament almost been every year. competitive 
Um, I mean, shit, we won two Big 12 championships under Bruce. So, you know, we have a basketball program. I grew right. up literally not having one, essentially. And KU's been up and down in football, obviously, the last 10 years. Poverty. Straight down. Yeah, it's, it's been bad. <laughs> but, I mean, dog shit this year, again. But still, like, this year reminded me. It was like, I don't think that the rivalry, I don't think I've, like, been more engaged in the rivalry than I have. Or this past, like, six months is the most right. I've been engaged. Like, like just the hiring of Les Miles and all of his, like, Antics. empty shit talking and antics. Yeah. Like, it's been great. I mean, and then all the crazy shit. Like, let's let's just move on to the next question. Like, I think, I think the Sunflower Showdown is the most exciting off-the-court right. rivalry so in much. the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many stupid things have happened in the last five years. Like... Court storming where our guy, one of our students, runs into Jamari Shouts Trailer. Starship Enterprise, Starship Enterprise, mm. band. They gave the quotes for those not watching at home. Dick, they just put a dick uh-huh. in the mouth, which is all it was. fucking amazing. <laughs> um, court storm drama, sandstorm drama, uh, the Who Is K State, Bu- Nate Bucati being a dumbass mm-hmm. courtside, uh, and then the brawl this year. <laughs> we have a fight. Literally, we fucking fight each yeah. other. I don't think there's a better rivalry off the court. Like, it, it's just constant, like, stupid things happening. Right. It feels like there's always something happening that shouldn't be, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, yeah. I, I honestly hate how I, – I, I'm curious on your opinion on this. So, like, with the, the who is K-State thing, mm-hmm. I liked it when it happened. I, I liked, liked it, that they too. put it in. It was like, the, if we want it to be a rivalry, this is the kind of stuff that, like, rivalries have. They have that shit-talking, mm-hmm. whether it's behind closed doors or in front of everyone's eyes. Um, what I didn't like is how they handled it after, and they go back and they edit yeah, it out. They tough. try and make it act like it didn't happen. But that's kind of my thought with Sandstorm, too. Mm-hmm. I personally like Sandstorm. Like, I watched the fuck KU chant today. I yeah. think it's hilarious. Like, being in there when they I bet do it, it will is be played. wild. I bet it will be played right. next week. And that's fine. But what I what I hate is when the athletics department's like, oh, that's such an embarrassment. Like, we're not going to do this. Yeah. And then they play it, and they put, like, KSU on the scoreboard. Like, anyone is going to chant KSU to Sandstorm. <laughs> so it's like they're fake apologies on both ends. And, I mean, Jeff Long's done it at KU with the Snoop stuff where he just says stuff that's like, what are you doing? Yeah. But it's just that's what makes me more mad about any of this is how, like, people act like they want to fix it. If you're just, like, going to do it, let it happen. Like, yeah. Let it all brew. Let it turn into a rivalry. Let it turn into something big rather than just the game on the field because that's the exciting stuff that's going to get more fans involved. I, mean, I agree. Um, as far as, like, Les Miles goes and the, the who is K-State thing, right. I mean, if it was me, if I was a KU fan, I would have uh-huh. been like, I guess I would have liked, I, I don't know. I kind of would have been like, why would you say that? And why would you allow that to be, like, broadcast? Say mm-hmm. that, but don't say that shit on right. camera. Because, I mean, you've lost 10 straight games. We're the favorites going in. Like, there's so mm-hmm. much to lose. Right. And, like, Les Miles is a spectacle. Like, mm-hmm. so many people watch. A bunch of K-State fans I know watch that shit just to be like, I'm going to watch Just it. Just to see it's what's funny. going on, like, yeah. It's funny. I mean, Les Miles literally is an actor. He is literally an actor. Right. I mean, I, just you said it, he's just setting – I thought it was dumb. I thought mm-hmm. it was a really stupid move from a guy who 
you know, I don't rate highly. Right. Um, well, do you think it was like a bulletin board thing? Like, why say that to add motivation? Because my thoughts was, if like I think it's totally fine, but it's just like, I mean, you're gonna let. I don't think that's something you should broadcast because it's just like, right. You're setting yourself up for failure. For and sure. If, and and at least fucking stand by it. Right. Like, the, yeah, taking you it can't off fucking is stupid. Run your mouth and then just delete it. Like, right. come on. And then he almost like doubled it's not down. Twitter. Because after the game, he like said that we beat ourselves more than case that which is just outlandish we were which is fine because Les is like notoriously never respected his rivals like yeah he's made it a point to be like which i'm not gonna ever fun. respect my rivals which i like that i mean right. it makes things entertaining mm-hmm. i have no problem with him saying that to fire people up um but i thought it was a mistake on right. his part that's i mean i don't care but well, I, I saw a lot of that on ku side it's like why add fuel to the fire but it's well, it's gonna be that. up for that game if, here's if it's a rivalry that. game then my thought process on like bulletin board material in general, oh, yeah. I think it's sometimes that's a thing that I guess influences games, but mm-hmm. like after the first couple series, it's like that shit goes out the window. Yeah, you know, you might come out fired up if you're a K State fan juice, or if you're a K State player, yeah, in the first series, but it's like you're not going to be like thinking about that. That's not going to make the difference. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's kind of stupid, but. It's a rivalry game. They're right. both going to be preparing their they're asses gonna, yeah, off regardless. For so, anything, so you don't need extra motivation. Right. Exactly. But it was nice that he provided it. It's, yeah. No. Um, it was good. It was good content. That was a fun week leading up it, to it. It was, man. It I was. mean, I was shitting my pants. Yeah. I never, like, I never thought we were really going to lose, but it was, like, just the idea of losing. Right. Was like, I mean, this is going to be, it would be unbearable. Like, and it wasn't impossible going in. We were, what was it, like a five-point spread? think so like it wasn't i know the game obviously come off your two best performances yeah so i mean it was the probably the smallest spread in that rivalry and however long so. what's funny is like a game that's completely forgotten is the year before it was like you guys 100 percent should have won. won we were terrible we were not the better team i would argue the year before that we should have won too i don't even remember I think, I think we had like a punt return or something for a touchdown and oh it was 20 to or 30 was, to 20. Yeah. I, I think it was like game. a two-possession final, but it was a one-possession the whole way. But, no, Basically. I mean, the year in Manhattan, so two seasons ago, I mean, a holding – a KU fan complaining about refs is rich, so I don't want to, like, come on here and do that because I know I'll get laughed at. Um, but there were some holding calls that were questionable that if, you know, we don't – they don't call it. Maybe I don't even win, remember maybe the game. Lose, so. I thought it was – oh, wait. It was, oh, so in we Manhattan. Were in Manhattan, yeah. So yeah. we were, like, driving to run the clock out, basically. Oh, yeah. Totally. We got a first down, but they called it back. I thought those were pretty bad. And, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I know KU's benefited a few times uh, against K-State in basketball. but I don't really buy – I don't subscribe to any ref. Yeah. It's, uh, that's Iowa State. That's Iowa oh, State's thing. They've never seen a, a foul that they won't They're out win. of their mind. I mean, well, here's the thing. I do think there might be a little – a small extra home cooking when it comes to Allen Fieldhouse because yeah. – I have seen some of the most egregious shit in Allen Fieldhouse. The However, travels bananas. Oh yeah, we should <laughs> talk so about. Funny it. To That's like another it. one. Yeah, that we can just add. Yeah. That's in game. Um, <laughs> damn, I forgot about that. <laughs> but my thought with that was, if it goes to overtime, we're probably going to win anyways. So. Well, here's my thought: fucking hit your wide open three and win the that game too. Yeah, you guys had a couple shots back to back years. You want to win. Make the make the shot, right. you'll win. I mean, right. it is what it is. My thought with it though is, KU's uh, they're such a big brand that they're going to be on like they're going to be the highest ESPN game in their time slot almost every single game. Yeah. So, 
KU versus Texas Big Monday. If there's a missed call, everyone's going to see it. It's yeah. going to be blown up. K-State TCU Tuesday on ESPNU, if there's a missed call, probably I not going to talk like about I feel like refs are getting much. worse. No, for sure. And they love it. Ryan always calls it a ref show. Like, it's yeah. like at the end of the All-Star game. Well, I don't know if you watch that, but they're just like ticky-tack fouls. There's They love to get into the charges. It's just like they want to be part of the show. And it's, I don't know. I mean, it's... It's, it's bad. It's tough to watch, well, especially with like, college hoops. The adjustments to the rules for college basketball, too, have made it just it's, exponentially worse. Right. But, no, I mean, what I was going to say, yeah, I've seen some insane shit in Allen Fieldhouse, but it's like uh, every single every single home team in college basketball gets insane, like, right. favorable calls. Mm-hmm. Every game. It does not matter. In Bramlage, right. we will probably get – like next week against KU, we will probably get, get a lot one. of calls. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, I just said something that Scott says every time. Fact <laughs> of the matter is, that's 100% Scott <laughs> rubbing it off on me. I've never fucking said that in my life. But um, K-State plays against KU next week, hypothetically. This happens all the time. Like foul count's different, and then people yeah. bitch about the foul counts. Like I hate that, by the KU way. KU has uh, a lot talent, more talented players mm. than K-State. Um, so their ability to get to the basket in different ways and avoid contact right. compared to K-State or other teams, like the talent gap is different. So like they don't draw the contact that like our players do because we're not as good. Yeah. Like Just watch the game and you'll see it, that. People love looking at the ball. There was, do you remember the West Virginia and KU game, I think two years ago, and the final free throw line was like KU shot 29 free throws and West Virginia shot two. And Let me guess. West Virginia shot like 53. They shot five shots in the paint that exactly, whole game. Exactly, yeah, yeah, people, But people love to point at it. They're like, and there was a Mizzou fan or a Mizzou grad at the KC Star that went <laughs> back and wrote an article that was like, the numbers were crazy, but I went back and watched the whole game, yeah. and the refs maybe missed like one blatant foul. Yeah, other yeah. than that, it was a bunch of 50-50s that, you know, there were a few of them, but if you take 60 jump shots in a game, you're not going to draw fouls. It's just how the game works. So it's, exactly. if you have eight fouls, you fouled eight times. Like if yeah. eight to two doesn't always mean that the refs are bad. Yeah, it's just how the game's going. So it's, I've I've, I've made this argument a thousand times because I mean, I'm always on the side that we get the calls. But I do think you get calls. No, for sure. But like, that's sports. I just don't think it's as big teams get crazy. calls. Yeah, exactly. It happens. It's annoying, but. Like it is what it is. The narrative that we win in the regular season because we get calls and lose in the second weekend because we don't have the calls. I mean, that one, yeah. probably, it's funny because, you, you know. lose in the second weekend because the tournament is incredibly hard. Yeah. And it's a shit show. Right. Like, it, it, there's no there's no rhyme or reason Absolutely to not. winning. Honestly, like, winning a national championship in basketball, it's just like, it's like seventy percent luck, thirty percent having like a good roster right. and coach. Like it's probably the the worst way to find a champion, I would say, just because it's so fluid. But simultaneously, like the best. Oh, it's the most entertaining. Because I wouldn't change like a thing everyone about gets a shot. it. Right, I wouldn't change anything about it. But if if they did best of three series with a thirty-two team tournament, we're yeah. gonna have more than three NCAA championships. Like, yeah. It's but it's not how it is. So I mean, you just gotta play by the rules and. <sighs> it's exciting as hell. I love the tournament more than anything, but I will be sitting this one out yeah? this year. <laughs> Just taking a little. little Actually, it's nice. It. Like, it's it's kind of nice yeah, not well, having your team in it. When it's you're in the like, tournament and you lose, then it's rude. I can watch it. I can just choose not to watch, <laughs> yeah. and or I can watch and enjoy it like ten uh-huh. times more because I'm not like shitting my my pants right. about 
our next opponent. But, you know, let's pivot to football a little bit, um, talk about the season, which was, I thought was the most engaging uh-huh. season for KCKU for quite a while. Les Miles brought in some excitement. What do you perceive from a KU, a KU guy, the gap to be between the two programs right now? Because 2019, I thought the gap was, yeah, you know, a hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought we were lucky to escape um, to escape not only just beat you, but like our roster was shrinking at an alarming rate. And our talent deficit was shrinking, like right. getting worse and worse until Bill, thank God, left. <laughs> um, I mean, after Kleiman's first year, like, what, what do you perceive the gap to be at this point? It's bigger than I hoped it would be. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. Like, going into last year, I thought it was fairly close. And I'll always, I've been saying this since the game. You didn't just beat us in November, like, one time. Like, that game separated you in recruiting, separated you – just on a national like relevance whatever you want to say because and even like all the KU fans that decided to go to their first game in five ten years Mm -hmm. tickets for like a hundred bucks that game that's insane for a KU football game you can get in that place for five bucks but why would they come back right like you you spend all that money you waste the whole Saturday to go watch a big game against your rival and you're super excited and you get punched in the mouth like that like it's hard to you did all that work to get to that point to where you're selling out the place with the help of K-State, obviously, but I'm yeah. sure we'll touch on that. We can touch on that. Yeah. Um, but That shit's funny. It's, it just – I think that's what sucks the most is I can handle us losing, but it just sucks that we're kind of, like, put back in our place in, like, a bigger scheme, bigger picture kind of um, – Have you been surprised? Um, I mean, basically, I feel like since day one at our, like rec- – our recruiting success head to head with less. Have you been surprised about that? No. Um, it's just football recruiting to me, like I'll follow it, mm-hmm. and it's, but it's just so much different than basketball because even if you do get like a five star stud or a super good class, you're still not yeah. going to see that production for like a couple years probably. Yeah. There are a few freshmen that pop, like Puka popped with us. Who is it, Youngblood, <laughs> that big returner for you guys? He was a freshman this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, there's always going to be young studs. But and he was like. A two-star yeah. out of Florida who was a quarterback. Right. So and now just, we're putting him a wide receiver and like in the slot and just like returning. And so. that's my other issue with recruiting. It's like half the guys you get, they're going to change positions. Their roles are going to be completely different. Like it's it's. It feels like K State's always been good at finding guys like that. Yeah. Right. So but, I don't know. It's it's tough for me to like judge recruiting. I always wait a couple of years just to see. So that's why I've always been telling people yeah. this isn't going to be overnight. Whoever takes over. So just build a couple classes. I think we're starting to do that at KU because it's been all high school kids. We haven't gone the JUCO route, tried to take any shortcuts, uh, which past guys that have come in and failed, Charlie Wise, Turner That Gill. was smart, I think. Yeah, so get a couple classes in. We'll see how it goes. But recruiting's so tough. Uh, it is to, tough. To track as yeah. it, like live in time. So, I mean, Les, I, I don't know if he has, like, if he personally – has the recruiting chops that he once did. I mean, I think his name alone mm-hmm. is good for a lot. Like, he will get him – that will get him in the door of a shit ton of people. Right. And then he can kind of let his assistants do the actual, like, recruiting for him. But do you think Les is the answer for the rebuild? You touched on it. He avoided Juco. 
What I said about Les Miles, I go back and forth on him. Mm-hmm. I go back and forth. I don't know, I don't know how to gauge him. Fifty per, half of my like, I part of me thinks this man truly is mentally ill. Like <laughs> I have spoken with him in person, mm-hmm. very brief, albeit very briefly, but like. I was as close as I am to me and you listening right. to him talk um, for like 30 minutes at Big 12 Media Days. Um, that was a rough And show. it was alarming. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, it, it was alarming. And then, like, recently I watched a video of him mm-hmm. um, giving a press conference from like 10 years ago or something. Or, no, it was like seven years ago. Yeah. And holy shit, the difference is unbelievable. Like, it's sad. It makes me genuinely sad right. for him. Because, like, I mean, he gives an incredibly captivating speech, and he's sharp. And now it's just like, I think there's something legitimately wrong. But also, part of me thinks that he's just, like, playing people. And right. that, I mean, I think he's his recruiting style has been smart. I said if Les Miles in his time gets KU's roster numbers back to, like, a, uh, a healthy number, yeah. then it would be a success. Right. Like, throw, out, throw win totals out the window just get like the roster into a healthy shape he would be doing KU a great favor mm-hmm. but yeah I mean the results are going to come at some what do point, you I think hope. right um last year we expected three wins mm-hmm. uh, and then this year we honestly might be worse than last year it's mm-hmm. just kind of how the rosters broke yeah, down yeah. and um just get get his classes in get his staff all put together and sturdy and see what happens but I mean yeah he he seems He's a goofball. He's just, well, yeah, that's it, the thing because Les is so also like on his his baseline yeah. is you know he's a bizarre guy. He's right. just he's like a weirdo a, and it's just erratic dude. But like, and it, it started with his opening press conference and people <laughs> yeah. made jokes and I I mean we've been in denial just kind of like hey he's just you know hadn't done in a while he's new program new faces whatever it may be hopefully yeah. hopefully everything's fine um, but yeah. I, I don't know if he is the guy. Hopefully he is, but I know that David Beatty wasn't getting the fan base as excited as Les was. Les, I think once we signed Les to paper, it immediately gave us some sort of relevance outside of Lawrence and even inside of Lawrence because KU football has been so dead for a while that any sort of excitement or name value helps. So yeah, him yeah. just being here in general, having Les Miles attached to your school, having an ESPN show, like that helps. Hopefully Bullshit. in recruiting. But, like, it just helps get your name out there. and Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was fun to watch, though. I mean, did you watch any of it other than the K-State one? I did not. I did not. Um, it was, it was I watched, I've seen a million clips, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I, mean, I just kind of forgot it existed, to right. be honest. But, but it's just crazy that KU was, it's like, insane. on the ESPN bottom line for every football mad. game all season long. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Like, even if he... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, even if sadly he does have, like, dementia or some shit, early onset dementia, which would be sad and tragic, and I do not hope that's the case, but he would still, like, literally, if he, he just, if in his time he just got the roster back to, like, a healthy shape for the next guy to come in and right. and actually try to, like, okay, we've got all of our positions with guys that are going to be four-year players. Right. Now let's go get some talented guys. I think KU could be – it's just so hard. I mean – It's tough. I this mean, day and age, like, I don't know. I mean, the fact that 
you just gotta find you just gotta find the right guy. Like right. I don't think it's gonna be less, but he could lay a foundation. And it's all about expectations. <coughs> yeah. Well, excuse me. It's all about expectations. Like I don't think anyone expects less to ever win more than six games at KU. So like if that's the the peak of what he can get to, if he gets us to one bowl game, I think people would be happy with that. But that I know mean, it sounds sad, but it's no, just that's, kind of reality. I mean, that's it's, reasonable. It's, we've have won, won more than six three games. games in ten years. Right. No, maybe like eight. Yeah, I can't remember. It was. It's insane. I mean, they just they don't win, and there there were times, and I think that's where it was improved this year, bringing in the right guys on the staff. Like I, I'm still high on Deerman, even though the season kind of ended poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, but just his like attitude toward it all, and his mm-hmm. eye for talent, and the way he spreads it out. It's my because the main concern with everyone when Les came in was he was obsessed with control, and he was going to run the offense. And you can't win football games in 2020 running power eye or those little like toss dives that he runs that are so gross like you have a guy like puka you don't run you also can't do that with like the worst line in the world yeah an awful line a smaller running back then he's more physical than his size would entail but yeah it's just not the team you have and it's not the style that football's going now so i do think bringing in guys like dearman and hopefully giving up control for the offense is good but dearman had his two-week stretch where he went off and then it looked like less kind of started taking over again being a control freak so I don't know. I hope, you know, like I said, at least get it stable because who knows how long he's going to be able to coach. He's he's old. He's He know. is old. I mean, damn, right. 65, so, 66 now? It's a, it's a tough spot in his life to try and completely rebuild the worst Power 5 program in the country. But I mean, yeah. It's I just don't, like, how – I think the hire is insane. Like, I think it's the craziest hire Yeah. I mean, ever. I still like it just because – But I think, like, it might – I mean, I – I think it might work. Right. And it's just just with what if he can do what I've said, I just, mm-hmm. I legit think that's a success. Just I don't get think us he's going to track, gonna, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then get that young and up and coming dude and hopefully it works. Iowa State was able to turn around fairly quick to a respectable program. I know you love them. But I mean they're not great. Here's my thing. If with we Iowa could be State. Iowa State, I would be in love. Like that's I yeah, love yeah. that. Oh, I would love. Anytime Iowa State KU plays, I am cheering for KU. <laughs> yeah. Should have had a at Astro baby. Here's the thing with Iowa State. Obviously, Matt Campbell, good coach. But it's like what really triggered me the most mm-hmm. was when, like, there was a literally, like, a full six months where they were like, Iowa State is the new K-State. And it's like, <laughs> have some fucking respect. Like, I mean, has K-State – K-State's not a blue blood. No, of course not. But, like – from literally like 1993 to 2003, we were My a top. Topic. We were a top program. Uh-huh. Like we have achieved more than they've. I would say has done literally nothing. And they literally won more than eight games. Nothing. They They're have just... not. They won nine games twice in their okay. entire history. They're fucks. Like, uh, it just pisses me off, like, the love affair with Iowa State and, like, how, God, they're so good. They're so good every year. That fan base And is... it's like they win seven fucking games every year. Yeah. And they have, like, good recruits. They have talent now, mm-hmm. and they still suck, and we still beat them. And it's just like, shut up. Like, put some – how about – how about – I mean, respect somebody who's actually achieving things. Mm-hmm. Just shut the fuck up about right. Matt Campbell. Well, people are always trying to be first to the punch. Pisses and, me off, yeah, man. So. Pisses me off. It's the worst. So are you pleased with year one under Les? And what's your hopeful record next season? Um, I would say I'm pleased just based off of if he can at least keep 75% of that fan excitement (laughs) because 
it, this was the most fun KU football season I can remember since like the Orange Bowl season and those Todd Reasing teams. Maybe that's because we did, you know, do the podcast, talk about them all the time, and that helps. Yeah, and we have a <laughs> show that we can watch that kind of keeps us like emotionally attached to certain players. They do those like interviews and kind of show like off the field stuff. So, like maybe that had a lot to do with it. Yeah, but you know if. The less thing I'm sure plays. Like I bought season tickets the yeah, day yeah, after. Yeah. Less, you know, signed on. Like um, that's a that's a good fan right there. Right. So it's <laughs> it's just like just keep the excitement. Just keep showing signs of improvement, even if it's not winning games. There were games last year where we lost, but it we looked like a real Division One college football team that could compete with the middle tier teams and not be a bottom dweller every year. So keep improving on that. Even if we won three games this year, the schedule. We got the away half this year, so five road games and four home in the Big 12. So, you know, it's yeah. I guess it's a problem with, you know, nine conference games. But, um, yeah, just keep showing improvement. If we get more wins, cool. If not, I won't panic yet. Uh, I yeah. think year three is kind of when we need to start seeing, you know, wins going up. And What's his contract, five? Five, yeah. Um, but who that's, knows? If, it's doable. Yeah, so. Maybe. We should get a quarterback. It's, that's all it comes down to. You pretty do much not have program, a quarterback. No, and we thought we were going to get Franks this year, which I know a lot of people were saying, why do that? But, yeah. I mean, even if it's just a one-year help, it still makes us look good. It still makes the offense look like something that recruits want to play in. So just because it's not helping for two or three doesn't mean it's like not a good thing. So that one hurt a lot. I have no idea who's going to play quarterback. It might be me, <laughs> to be honest. It might be. I, I'll back you. Yeah. I'll buy your jersey. It'd be fun to watch. Yeah. See, yeah. That would be incredible yeah. to watch. We skipped over this, uh-huh. but I want to touch on it because the only episode I've ever listened to you guys' show mm-hmm. was after that game. Oh, boy. After we destroyed you. Shit pumped. Um, and there was, a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of talk about the crowd size, which – I mean, it made me laugh. It made me laugh a lot. Um, I'm in the camp that, like, obviously, mm. obviously the excitement level has come up. Right. But the boasting about a sellout. What? I mean, we hadn't sold out 18,000 so people there were K-State fans. K-State helped. I will say it's the most packed I've ever seen. Not ever. It's the most packed I've seen the west side. Mm-hmm. In a long fucking time. The students, most packed I've seen the students, students in a long it. time. Yep. But come on, man. So, I think it's somewhere in the middle. There's my side, there's your side, there's the truth. It is the. It is funny, I mean... It wasn't 50-50. That narrative needs to be no, squashed. No, no. I was, think it was probably 70-30, 65-35. I think we, prob- we probably had about... I think we probably had about 18,000. Yeah, because you guys had half of that whole visitors like <laughs> side of the stadium but even around me like there were there was some purple mixed in but it was mostly KU like the student section was all KU um, my biggest grief about the game is not only we're boasting sellout but the athletic department doesn't understand that the stupid field goal club in the bowl area they don't tarp off those bleachers behind it so it looks like there's just sections of empty spots yeah which makes it look not full that pissed me off a little bit. Cause the field, that is the dumbest shit dumb. I've ever and seen in my like, life. I know what they're trying to do, 
The field goal um, zone? Is yeah, that what it is? Yeah, field goal club, I think. There's like a stage there? It's like a stage, and there's like an under part. But what it's, the hell is that? It's just, I've never been in there. Um, it's, it's fucking weird. It is weird. I'd never, I didn't know it existed until I was at that game. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is it's that? It's new. It's only been there for a couple of years. It's dumb. And, but it That's like, dumb as hell. It blocks off so much of the bowl that like it just doesn't look sold out, even if there are 50,000 people in there. If Honestly, y'all just need a new stadium. <laughs> I think you have the worst... Not the worst, but bottom five stadiums yeah, I've ever been to. I think it looks cool on the outside, kind of like the old like Olympic-type stadium, yeah. the old stone and everything. And then I think the, the view of the hill and then campus right there, I think that's like a beautiful scene. But just the infrastructure of it all. and It's, it's just, just so open. It's so far yeah, apart. And it's They were it's talking upgrades. I don't um, know how you upgrade that, before though. Before Zinger... That was Zinger's big thing. And then he got fired and it got pushed shout back. Out, shout out Zinger. Yeah, shouts to him. Legend. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we, we – I, I honestly have been looking for a year of what's happening with this upgrade. I don't know if it's coming soon. I hope it is because that just uh, adds more excitement. It. You guys just upgraded a few years ago, and it looks we're beautiful. Just, so. We're constantly upgrading, man. Right. Top program, baby. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know. They upgraded the facilities and everything, so I guess that's on their list first. So. So we're going to move into our last topic here, uh, talk a little bit of hoops. Not too much, though. Yeah. Um, so we play next Saturday in Manhattan. Um, K-State, obviously, bottom of the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, KU in the hunt for a league title. Currently number two. This is going to re- this is going to drop, you know, full disclosure, after Baylor, okay. which is tomorrow. Right. Uh, but so I don't really know. We don't know where KU stands, <laughs> but obviously – an elite team, kind of back to the baseline. Right. KU's going to be heavy favorites. I mean, what are you expecting out of this game? I, we've beaten KU before. Yeah. No, that. When we are bad. That 2015 team was awful. I mean, we beat you, I think, back. Was it back to back years where we had like two shitty ass teams and we uh, somehow beat you? Yeah, 14 and 15. You beat us with Wiggins in overtime. I was, uh, at bo- I was at that game. And then the year after was... I can't believe we won that game in overtime yeah. because we completely fucking blew like a nine-point lead, lead and Wiggins in like tied it like at the seconds. buzzer. And oh, my God. Yeah, yeah it was... It was uh, I definitely thought we were winning once it went to OT. Me but. too. And then the year after, that might have been my least favorite KU team ever. Um, last year was tough, but that 2015 team was just not fun. It was probably my least favorite K-State team yeah, ever K-State until had now. Issues. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, that loss was tough, um, but I think that kind of leads us into next Saturday. Like, KU's going to be a double-digit favorite, I think. I think so. But who knows? I mean, that place We've, gets rocking. You know, the fans are going to be going. So, Yeah, so, I mean, KU obviously pretty damn dominant in the series. Notoriously dominant in Manhattan for a long time. Until about six years ago. K-State's won three out of the last six games, which <laughs> is, like, funny that that's – a feather that I'm going to well, put in my cap like the, right now, but it was, it was literally 25 years in a row. Right. 24. Uh-huh. 24 in a row until we, like, broke the streak in Bramlage. I mean, do we have any hope here? What are you expecting out of this game at all? <laughs> if you've seen K-State at all this year. So my only thing that I can say right now about K-State, and it's going to lead to conversation because it's <laughs> Cardi Jada has looked out of it every single time I've watched. And then I saw the blow up the other day. Now, I could be wrong. I haven't watched mm-hmm. a ton, so maybe I'm just, like, catch, like, catching crazy moments. But he's made some, like, passes that were just like, like what are you doing, man? 
And yeah. then, like, the incident the other day, I mean, I haven't looked into it after it happened, but, like, is that all good? Because he's, <laughs> he, well, he's probably your most talented player, no? Is that all good? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it's a like, loaded question. Is there any, like, suspension or no, is he no. benched at all? Is he no, going no, to. No. Um, okay. So, basically, what I've gained from that is. Yeah, that's a big topic right now in, in K State. Yeah. Um, but not. Not because not for the reason that you think. Um, it's a big topic because of one of because of the the two four seven guys, mm-hmm. uh, which is like go power cat. Yeah, my favorite. I fucking hate yeah, them. The best. Um, they suck. All of them. I fucking hate them. Yeah. Uh, enemies of the podcast. Kind of feel like enemies of K State. I think. Am I wrong with that? What's that? They feel like fanboys a little bit. No, this is all. Well, they're they're enemies. They they do nothing but uh, they're they're grifters. They. I'm basing that all off the reaction from the brawl. They're That's a piece, the only thing I'm They're pieces of shit. The uh, rivals guys are the guys that are good, actual good journalists uh-huh. and good people. Right. Um, well, so I've, well, some of my buddies have gotten into it with the uh, Go Power Cat guys about oh, they suck. certain football Keep recruits going. and Keep whether going. Uh, <laughs> they're bad. Well, one, not only are they like terrible people, but they're bad journalists. Um, I'm, I feel comfortable. Yeah. Going off right now because oh, you're very open about your because feelings them. I mean I've gone nuclear recently because it's just like God they suck they suck, <laughs> but I mean I just yeah I mean they're like publicly look Cardi. He's had, I guess a tough year, mm-hmm. but also like statistically he's our biggest con- contributor right. like. Averages like four rebounds a game, five assists a game. He's like 13 points a game. I mean, he's our most well-rounded player, most well-rounded contributor. He's lackadaisical sometimes. Everybody knows that. He needs he needs a leader on the team. I don't think I don't think um, we have good leadership. I don't know. I think that's a, a fault. I mean, I'm not going to get into like what I think about Bruce. You know, I support him. I thought he was going to leave last year, to be honest. My, because, well, my thought have. was is that like he's been to a far, well, he's got close to final. He's four. got his best recruiting class coming in next year, so valid. But like, I think he's like, got. If a, we're being honest about K State basketball, can he get any? Can he peak any higher than he has? So I far? think so. I you, mean, you think like I mean he won a Big Twelve tar- championship, so he's won two Big Twelve titles. But right. and then he got what, to what an he's elite eight. he's got to Elite Eight. Yes, I think what Bruce has shown is that he does have the ability to rebuild a program, but he also has this. Shitty trait of, you know, things when things go bad, they hit rock bottom, and we really have to rebuild. So, like, I mean, he has his best recruiting class coming in. We got three, four stars coming in next year, and maybe a fourth, Mm -hmm. Donovan Williams, who we're in a battle for right now, I guess. Um, But I think Bruce, I think he's got probably one more kind of run in him. Right. Two, okay. three years left. I could see him making another run at the Big 12 Championship and maybe another good run in the tournament, and then he'll kind of hang it up. That's how I see it. Right. Um, I think Bruce has a lot of good traits. He's obviously got a lot of weaknesses. but His weaknesses are very funny from a KU perspective. <laughs> yeah. When I hear him talk play hard chart in a post-game conf- press bad. conference after he loses by 20, I I crave that kind of stuff. Bruce is probably the, the, wor- the worst in the country at – in terms of putting his foot in his mouth. Yeah. Um, but I think he's done good things because I've made the point the last hand, it's the bad year to make it, but K-State basketball program has, in my opinion, done just as much, if not more, than the football program over the past 
decade or so. I mean, I mean, two elite eights. You've won a couple conference titles. Like you've had years where you have a legitimate chance to be a top ten team, go to a final four. Like, it's be up there with yeah. KU, have those competitive games. And it's I'm not trying to like bring no. down the football program at all, but when you put up those kind of numbers, it's almost like I don't understand how there's such a gap in support almost. Now I might be wrong. It may have changed with last year's run and the Elite Eight year or the Elite Eight run a couple years ago. But it just feels like K State's a f like knows they're a football school. But I think the gap between programs is much closer than, you know, a random Tuesday night game against anyone but KU or a top ten team would show you at Bramlage, right? Like I don't know if they're if you would it agree with that at all. I, I do. I mean obviously And football's more fun. Like I would I love I love being good at basketball and it's mm -hmm. fun and I like watching college basketball. I know a lot of people don't, but it's just kind of something I've always loved. But I'd love to be good at football. It's the tailgate thing. The like, it just feels more important. It's the big money maker. It's, it's. It's interesting. So I, I get it. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, if we look back in history before our time, in 1990, mm -hmm. obviously KU had won a title. Dude, so much comes back literally to 1988. Um, and obviously, I wasn't. I was not born yet. Right. Um, but. K-State-KU met in the Elite Eight. Mm -hmm. K-State had beaten KU twice that year. Better than us. I, th I mean, we were probably the better team that year. Yeah. Well, KU got were, hot. What, what seed was K-State that I year? I have no idea. So I know KU was a six because it wasn't a good KU year. It was like a weird. I mean, we were probably a higher seed than that. For sure, yeah. Um, but, you know, KU got hot. They won the title. And literally since then, it just the trajectory of the program split. Right. But um, I have a – I've seen this basically this statistic um, uh, from like a 1990 uh, fuck what are they called program just like a pregame program oh, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. that media guide kind media of thing. guide yeah yeah and there's like and almost like every statistical category like K State versus KU head to head in basketball as programs like K State had the edge right it's crazy and all it took was like a couple bad hires in a row. To just do derail yeah. everything. And, you know, I think the love affair with, like, football, you know, being – having literally – I mean, just imagine having a worse program than KU has now in the last 10 oh, years. Yeah, what you've experienced in the last 10 years, K-State was worse way somehow. Worse. Yeah. And almost, like, literally lost their entire yeah. program. Like, they were that bad. And then we in, – in five years – become a top 25 program and are like national contenders for 10 straight years right. so i think like just yeah. the love affair with K with football mm -hmm. will probably always be bigger just right. because of the foundation that was built and the gap that well that town in general is football yeah. you have to go on but it was bill basketball. Snyder highway it was basketball yeah. i mean bill came in 88 yeah. Or 89. And right, we were good as hell in 88. So it's like, it's it's very interesting to think about. Like, I mean, just a couple bad hires, and then we went basically 16 years of being, of not going to the tournament and being yeah. shitty. It's easy. I mean, just yeah, you can look at fucking KU hard, football. Right. The exact same. I mean, yeah. Mark Mangino was a solid coach, and then he basically hit his peak. He had KU set up nicely. I guess. I mean, next year you went five and seven, but God, that was tough. I'll, I'll fight you on that. Well, five and zero, oh and then KU was very fortunate to have the scheduling that they did. Absolutely, yeah. But like, it doesn't matter. Like, the fact of the matter, 
I just said is another Scott fucking yeah. thing. I don't want to start saying that. Right. But um, KU went to the Orange Bowl. I mean, I can sh- I will pick apart that season, but I'm not going to. Oh, we had KU so many went to the Orange Bowl. Schedule, yeah. Went fucking twelve and one, and you know, as much as I think that you guys were frauds that year and you were lucky, <laughs> I can't take away the fact that you won twelve games and you won an Orange Bowl. Right. Like, that's the reality. And look where you were for the next. 12 years like yeah, it's it, it, it just changes it can change so fast right. on a dime and i don't know i mean K, ku will always like basketball is always gonna be your bread and butter now oh, yeah, like for sure you've been too good for such a long period of time that like that is your dna mm-hmm. and i just think that that's why like we just we were i mean we were on two different occasions a game away from national championship under Bill Snyder, and that's just going to be our DNA, I think. But I don't yeah. know. But if some there's some tough ones. If we hire some, you know, if we hire a Bill Self and he's there for 15 years, and we happen to be really, really good in basketball, right. then things will change. It's just no team is unless you're elite, like I mean elite, like no program, no sports team, no game is is um, immune to like. Attendance, you know, like yeah. if KU basketball was shitty for like two straight years, Allen Fieldhouse would be seventy-five percent full right. and then fifty percent full. It's yeah. just it's that's just, just human it, nature, and that's it's kind of why I hate the whole like uh, KU football fans suck. Well, come on, yeah. If you won uh, like ten total exactly. games in a decade, like would you want to spend a whole Saturday in the hot or cold or rain or snow or wind or wake up at six to get there or that's stay gotta up till midnight That's got to be the dumbest thing that – that's got to be the dumbest ammunition that people use. Yeah, and it's just like I get it. Like it's a bad visual, but like put yourself in our shoes. Like would you go? Fuck like, no. Yeah, like <laughs> like, ta- like tailgating's fun. Like I know I sound like a bad fan. I'll tailgate. I'll go for the first half. I'll go home and I'll watch the second half at home. Football's more fun to watch at home for me, but I just – if your team's bad, you're not going to go. And it, it honestly, when K State had a couple like struggles in football, not for a full year, but there were, you know, lose a couple in a row. Yeah. People don't go, and weather has a lot to do with it. But I mean, it's if you win, you'll get fans. If you lose, you don't. Just kind of how it is. But I mean, I totally agree. Also, I mean, I think football, just in general, literally the fact that like it's more of a spectacle and like. There's less games. Right. That's why. Yeah. Like, basketball is fucking hard to commit to. I mean, sure if I had season tickets, I would probably go to, like, ten games. Yeah. I mean, it's just a lot of games, and half cool. of them suck. And I'll tell you this much. I think KU is starting to get worried about Allen Fieldhouse getting full. It's like, everywhere. It's everywhere. It's, it's just how media is now. It's how yeah. easy it is to watch games, how convenient it is. And But I remember we were doing the pod one day, and Ryan got an email, and it said that, KU basketball was doing the thing where if you mm-hmm. buy or you deposit for season tickets, then you get like your next two years at the same price. So like they're expecting now a lot of that's probably the investigation, and they want to make sure that they still sell tickets if there's almost like a, a season where you can't win a championship or compete in the postseason. Yeah, but it's yeah. still like you know if they're making those deals to get people to Allen Fieldhouse of all places, like I think everyone's kind of starting to panic about attendance stuff. So attendance, I guess, is just it's just been trending down basically nationwide yeah. for the past five years or so right. so it just is what it is all right we're gonna finish off with some rapid fire questions okay. um k-state player you wish was a ku player uh jacob Pollan. i love Pollan. jacob Pollan. how or about football how about football okay football 
Uh, Sproles, just because of the local thing. And easy. Like, Those yeah. are two easy, easy yeah. answers. Yeah. Um, K-State, favorite K-State player of all time in history, any sport? God. Poland probably, but I love Beasley. All right, least favorite? Will Spradling was a little fucking twat. I didn't God. like him either. I remember watching him <laughs> in high school, and it was just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to hate him, and I did. I'm going to hate uh, Christian Brown. Oh, you sure are going to hate Christian Brown. I already Brown. don't like yeah. him, but the fact that I have, like, completely sworn off college basketball this year. There's something about the goofy-looking white kid that's around for one year too long. This is going to sound – I just don't like white basketball players. I don't know (laughs) what it is. Every – they always – except for Drew Neitzel. I thought he was the coolest player Mm -hmm. of all time. Uh, But they always piss me off. Like, (laughs) Jeff Withy was, like, my least favorite K player. I hated Brady Morningstar more than anything in the world. Oh, God damn, I hated them. Um, Favorite cereal? Uh, give me, um, God, we're the Captain Crunch berries. For Solid. sure. Gotta have the berries, though. I prefer peanut butter crunch. Okay. But crunch berries are it. top. Yeah. Top, top, some top. crunch, but it's What's your flavor. liquor of choice? Uh, Tito's vodka, I'd say. Very good choice. Yeah. Very good choice. Tito's I mean, if you're going to drink vodka, it's got to be Tito's. It's got to be Tito's. Affordable. Yeah. But quality. But very good. Um, I lost my outline, so. Okay. I don't know where the other rapid-fire ones are. <laughs> it's fine. And this has gone twice as long as I thought it would. Okay. So Hopefully it's not a bad thing. No. Right. I Well, it's good because I might be able to just cancel the other parts. <laughs> but, uh, hey, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man. Um, that's it. Uh, you can find him at – actually, I'll just give you the floor. Tell people where they can okay. find you. Yeah. Tell them what you do. Uh, on Twitter, AnthonyBax12, uh, Ain't No Seeds Podcast. That's at Ain't No Seeds Pod. Uh, not that many of you K-State fans will want to see my uh, You should fall on It's but, funny. Uh, I've had, I had a few after the, how the uh, my prediction went for the football game, how I reacted to that, I think. <laughs> well. Gained some, uh, some K-State followers. I mean, your pinned so. tweet. For months. Was, was. But I think I handled it the right way, I would say. I oh, yeah. There's, there's only so. one way to handle that. Lean into it. You have to take it'll, the loss. It'll die down. Lean Just into go it. with it. There's going to be people talking shit. So get your tweet off, turn the alerts off, and go to bed. That's what I did. And 100%. It, so. Mute the conversation. Yeah, Just forget it ever existed. Nothing like it. So. All right, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, um, check me. them out. Um, Ain't No Seeds Pod. They are – if you want to get the, the best KU perspective, then check them out because that's where you're going to get it. Thank you appreciate for coming that, on, man. AB. Uh, that's it. Bye.
Network.